Good morning. Welcome to the Dave Fox Home Remodeling Show. I'm Gary Demas, and I'm president of Dave Fox Design Builder Remodelers here in Columbus. Really glad to have everybody listening in on this Sunday morning, September 8th. And we're in football season, so that's great. And uh, there'll be a lot of exciting games coming up. And we have some other things coming up. And I have Jamie with me here this morning. Jamie, thanks for being here. My pleasure. Good morning. So in terms of things coming up, Jamie, you, there's a special event that you're very aware of. So why don't you explain to our listeners what's coming up? Sure. So we have uh, next weekend, actually, is going to be our NARI Home Tour. Uh, NARI is an organization we're involved in. It's the National Association of the Remodeling Industry. And here in Central Ohio, their chapter puts on a home tour. They do it twice a year, so this is the fall tour. And it's really great. It's kind of like the Parade of Homes, I would say, um, but it's strictly for houses that have been remodeled. So these are homes that people are living in. These are their actual homes, their actual projects that they've done. And it's a really great way to get to see, touch, feel, see what a project can really do to a home. Um, some of them are very large projects and encompass the whole house. Um, others, like ours, is the kitchen, and it kind of shows you what that would mean for your whole house. Is Okay, if I just did the kitchen, how does that impact the rest of my house and, and the changes that that can make? So it's really fun to go through. Um, we always love when our homeowners are there because mm -hmm. I think no one tells the story better than they do. They lived through it every day. Um, which usually they try and focus on the positive days. <laughs> yeah. But inevitably they had their ups and downs and they'll talk about all of that. Um, but yeah, it's 11 houses scattered around central Ohio, um, mostly Columbus area that you can go and you can walk in and take a look around, talk to the contractor and it's a fun time. Yeah. So Jimmy, I know we're doing something for the first time this year in our house and when people come in and look at these remodeled homes, whether it's a kitchen, bath, or an addition, whatever, uh, a lot of times there'll be photographs of what the before picture looked like. <clears throat> so you're sitting there looking at this beautifully remodeled space, and you look at this little photograph and try to imagine what it was like before. Yeah. And there's some impact to that, but it's really missing a lot of the reality, isn't it? I mean, it's really hard to believe sometimes. Yeah. You look at these before pictures and you're like, there's no way, or this couldn't happen in my house. You know, I think I hear that a lot of like, yeah, but in my house, I couldn't do that. Or, you know, well, my house isn't this nice. And it's like, well, it doesn't start out that way. Yeah. And a lot of work goes into it. So it's hard to create the picture out of just a little, you know, at best eight by 10 picture of what it was like before, of really what it was like before. Mm -hmm. So what have we done to fix that? So we have something super fun. We have, this is some, a tool that we use um, typically in the reverse when we're selling a project to show clients kind of what their new space will look like. And they are 3D headsets that you can put on. You put them on over your, they cover your eyes and go over your head and you put it on and it takes you to a whole virtual reality of the space. And in our case, um, for this tour, you're gonna get to see in life size in this virtual reality, the before and then take them off and see the after. And so you get to really stand there, look at the same angle with everything in the same size and scale of the view that they had before versus what they have now. Yeah. And it's amazing, the impact. I mean, especially in this home, we removed a wall. So when you put on those 3D headsets, you see the wall and you see the little glimmer into the kitchen. But then when you take them off and you get to see the whole space all as one without that wall there, it's just really, it's really, exciting yeah i think the, just the the real uh different 
effect you get with a 3D headset, with a virtual reality headset, as opposed to photographs, is it actually immerses you, like you said, in that room. So everything is life-size, scale, your peripheral vision, everything looks like you're really in that space the way it was before. Yeah, absolutely. You turn your head right and left, and you it doesn't move with you. It's like you're standing in a space looking right and left. Yeah. It's um, I, I'm a techie person, and this virtual reality blew me away. I think it is so cool. So at the Dave Fox home on the tour, you guys can go, everybody listening, and you can experience that for yourself. And like you said, Jamie, our, our clients that are working on new projects, obviously they're staring at the as-built every day in their home, right? right? <laughs> yeah. So they know what that looks like really well. So we're showing them what the new remodeled space will look like with these headsets as well. Yeah, so we're kind of using it in reverse this time, but yep. it's really fun. Exactly. Okay, so if you all had a chance to tune in last week, I was talking to Mike Chekhanoff, and Mike is a sales manager at APCO. APCO is a great company, been in Columbus for a lot of years, more than even Dave Fox. And we've been here for what, 38 years, Jamie? Um, Somewhere around there? 37? 82. 37. Yeah. Going on 38. <laughs> okay, pretty long time anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that was a good show, Mike. We were talking a lot about uh, exterior. Uh, finishes. We were talking about screen porches, patios, windows, siding, all that stuff. And of course, through the summer, that's what we've been looking at. On the, we've been looking at the outside of our homes more than we typically do in the winter time when we're looking a lot at the inside. So, if you want, if you missed that show, you can always go to DaveFoxRadio.com, and there you can actually listen to that broadcast or any of our previously broadcast shows are there. DaveFoxRadio.com. So today we have Greg Rice back. Greg, thanks for being here. Well, thanks for having me back. Absolutely. So Greg's a regular on radio show, and if you're a regular listener, you've heard Greg and I chatting about all kinds of remodeling stuff, right, Greg? Yep. I know we went through a series kind of like Know Your Home, and we started with the foundation and worked all the way up through the roof. Is it? Did we get any higher than the roof? Yeah, we did windows, doors, a little bit of mechanical, so... Yep. We hadn't got to finishes yet, so oh. those, that'll be some future shows, I okay. think. Okay, that sounds good. You got a good <laughs> note of that, Jamie? Yep, noted. Okay. all right. <laughs> but today we're going to talk about remodeling start to finish and really kind of the process of remodeling. And I know this is a topic that's been addressed a lot of different ways over a lot of a uh, long period of time. But it's something that comes up all the time, right? Jamie, you're talking to the new clients that call in, and they're always interested in how the process works, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I would say majority of our calls are from consumers that have never done this type of project before or any type of project in a home they've lived in before and are just wondering how it works. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they watch HGTV, <laughs> which gives a process yeah. of sorts, but it's not the reality one. Yeah. So walking... So we don't deliver a remodel kitchen in two weeks, Greg? No, oh. never. Oh. Just to be honest <laughs> okay. and upfront. Right. Want to make sure there's no doubt there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, Greg, you are our production manager. You're over all the production department. And how many people do you have now reporting to you in the production department? I think we're up to 38. 38. Yeah, okay. right around there. 37 going on 38 maybe. Okay, so that's a pretty good-sized crew. Yeah, it is. So are all of them on one job at a time? Absolutely not. We've <laughs> got them all over the city, <laughs> right. driving all over the place, yeah. working all over. Yeah. Um, so it is kind of interesting how you've got 
the teams organized. And I think it'd be interesting just to chat a little bit about that. Sure. We, uh, a few years back, um, I don't know how long it's been, we uh, kind of took an approach of working together as teams. Even though we have 38, we have what we call a project manager who oversees that actual project. And he can handle up to five, six at a time because he's got two right-hand men now, uh, both of them very skilled carpenters. And sometimes there's a, a fourth on that team that is a um, what I would call like an intern. He's, he's learning the trade. Uh, we've hired quite a few younger guys lately that uh, has helped with that, and we've put them in the mix to train them and, and be part of our future as we move forward. So as those teams work together, they get very efficient. Uh, they kind of get to start to know each other and how things work and how they think, and it just helps with the efficiencies and the quality of our work. Yeah, and I think that uh, pattern has really worked well for us because, you know, we've got now the project manager he's got his own guys instead of people shifting around and right. different people on different jobs all the time we got more of this unity of a team that's working together on their f few select jobs and then we have multiple number of teams so uh we're going to take a, a break here in a minute i want to talk more when we come back about the process okay. and especially uh, about the uh, the production side of this so we will be right back morning welcome back to the Dave Fox home remodeling show really glad to have you all tuned in this morning and this morning I'm talking with Greg Rice our production supervisor and Jamie Broslavsky our marketing director so good morning you too good Thank morning you. good morning yeah. so Greg right before the break we were talking about our groups our teams of production people and how they work together as teams now we've always had the project managers right Yes. And right now we have, what, nine project managers? Yes. Okay. So, but before you had, like, all of the field help, the carpenters and stuff, kind of just rotating around from job to job. Yeah, it's one big labor pool, if you wanted to call it that, yeah. where we picked and choose who went where. Yeah. So it was, uh, guys could be flip-flopping around each week. So this has kept them together and on the job. Mm -hmm. So same now job. you've got these cohesive units and the guys are working together on the same job. So I know it's a lot more rewarding as a tradesperson. I remember when I was out in the field and, you know, the reason these guys are doing what they're doing is because they love their work, right? Yeah, they like they to do. build things. At the end of the day, they like to look at what they've done and ha get that sense of satisfaction from that. So when you're just moving all around job to job, and do a little bit here, a little bit there, it kind of robs from that experience, doesn't it? It does. It doesn't It doesn't make for um, a good-spirited workplace. Mm -hmm. And this is, with the teams we have, they love finishing and bringing the jobs home at the end as a team, yeah. where they can stand back and kind of look at what each other has done and how they've contributed, and it, and it builds some really good camaraderie, and they mm -hmm. just really love doing it. They're very passionate about it. Yeah, and it's fun to see how attached the homeowners get to these guys, yeah. too, isn't it? <laughs> We've had some that said that they've adopted them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's a neat experience. So um, obviously in the whole process, uh, and Jamie, when you're talking to clients, they haven't really even started with us yet, so they're first talking to our design consultant, which is like our salespeople. Sure. And then they get involved with our interior design department. Mm -hmm. So they're working through all the design process on their project. And that's quite a quite an ordeal on major projects, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Tons of detail and little things that 
honestly, as a consumer, you would never even think about that you have to pick out. Um, yeah. But having those designers there to help you and hone in on those options is mm -hmm. very helpful. Yeah, so that facet of the process is kind of a whole radio show or two in itself, right? Yeah, certainly. <laughs> yeah. So today we're going to focus more on once the project is designed and the client says, yes, let's move forward, then, Greg, your department starts to fire into gear. Yeah, we do. We, we, we help and support in many ways to get it first off to the closing table for the customer to say, yes, this is what I want to do and sign a contract with us. Again, that's a show in itself. Mm -hmm. uh, but after that, there's a lot that goes into the coordination of just the smallest little things like when does something need ordered to be here on time so that the project runs smoothly. Mm -hmm. And um, our production department works with the IT department, your interior designer, to make sure that we're facilitating that in a timely manner so that there is as little delays as possible on your job when mm -hmm. it comes to getting materials on site. Mm -hmm. So that's one huge part of it. Yeah. And that's even before you start to schedule the job. Yeah. And, of course, permits are so easy. You just apply and you get them the next day, right? Uh, well, <laughs> I hope the building departments aren't listening, but it is not that easy. Okay. <laughs> and I'll leave it at that. Yeah. So, but, but really, the permits are a crucial part of us being able to start. Yes. So permits, homeowner association approvals, zoning. Just talk a little bit about that process. Oh, wow. Um, first thing I'll say is each zoning is different from one to the other. There's not a standard zoning code out there. Each has their own um, set of rules and regulations that they've adopted that work with the regular code. So what that means is there's a certain R value, let's say that a window has to go in, but you might be in an area that says you can only put this style of window in, whether it's a casement, whether it's a, a double hung, et cetera. So not only do you have to meet the code, but you have to meet the zoning requirements of that area too before we even order the material. So a lot of that happens up front that you don't see as a consumer where we have two great ladies in our office, Heather and Brenda, that work behind the scenes, that put all that paperwork together to make sure that uh, we're not having to refile and resubmit, which can cause delays in, in the process to get it started. So mm -hmm. we work really hard on the front end. So zoning's big. Each municipality, when it comes to the codes, um, can take, and they're allowed up to four weeks to approve those permits. So some of them do them in-house, some of them farm them out. Um, some of them actually hire a subcontractor to look at them and, and do them and get them approved and go through the plan review. So we deal with many different varieties uh, across the city, even just from if you go from Hilliard to Pickerington or Reynoldsburg, it's totally different in every municipality. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And as we're talking about this, I'm thinking back in the days when I first started in this business. It was just me and a couple guys in my pickup truck. Yep, I remember worked out those of my days. Home. And yep. you, you did the same too, didn't you, Yes, Greg? I did. And it makes me think about just all the various opportunities there are out there for people who want to do some remodeling uh, and what level of remodeling are they thinking of and what is the appropriate size contractor to talk to. Yeah. So maybe it'd be good just take a few minutes and kind of talk about the different stages of uh, and different. Well, when I say stages, maybe different sizes of remodeling companies, and what 
they are best suited for. Because we, uh, being a full design build firm, doing major projects, doing multiple projects, having a full staff of people to handle all these things like permits and zoning. Right. We're not for every client out there. No, we're not. And and there's price points with each of those type of contractors that you deal with. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've heard the phrase, you know, guy works out of the back of his truck. There's that. They're usually the lowest. Mm-hmm. Now, sometimes they don't pull permits, uh, but it's in that range. I'm not saying they don't do it correctly, mm-hmm. but that's a part of an overhead that they don't cover. They don't. They probably won't design your project for you. You're going to have to know what you want and pick out what you want. Um, mm-hmm. Then there's, you know, probably your middle ground where they don't offer architectural design, but they'll help you get through that and help you with an architect. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's another one that will help you. They might have one or two people on staff that help with that drawing process, et cetera. So, there's many different levels. The nice thing about our industry and where we are, you can find those for your price point, but we offer more of a complete turnkey to where mm-hmm. you get to choose through our years of experience those things that will help your project be beautiful at the end and also very functional. Sure. Yeah. So the client that's just right for us is the one who yeah like you said they don't want to be calling all the subcontractors themselves and making sure they come in when they're supposed to and overseeing the work and stuff they want another a professional firm to come in and handle all that for them handle the permits the zoning uh and obviously that's more expense because we we're offering a lot more services absolutely But maybe they've got a project where uh you know it's much more simple and maybe there's no permits involved we're not going to be the best company typically to call for that because there's a lot of the smaller outfits, you know, two or three guys in, in their truck working out of their home. Maybe they're great crafts, craftsmen absolutely, and can yeah. do a phenomenal job there and do it for less money. So there are all these different opportunities just depending on the level of uh, complexity of the remodeling that a homeowner is thinking about. So there's obviously a certain amount of risk in all of those. Whenever someone's hiring a contractor, they're they're taking on some risk because yes. they're going to be paying some money up front and they're, you know, wanting to trust this person or this company to do the work that they've talked about and trust that when it's done, they'll stand behind it. So the risk factor I think rises with the complexity of the project. So it, it does yeah. more responsibility on the actual client sure also yeah to make those calls to find those people Mm -hmm. to do that to make the trips you know to the different places to make selections we have a great showroom here where Mm -hmm. we do most of those here so yeah okay we're going to take a quick break we'll be right back good morning welcome back to the day fox home remodeling show and we are talking remodeling right yes right greg and jamie that's right okay so we've been chatting about uh well just before the break in case you're just tuning in we were talking about kind of the different levels of remodeling companies and how you can have very basic um one man two or three guys in the pickup truck which is greg you how you and i started out it is many years ago yeah probably more than five years ago right uh yeah (laughs) way way, way more (laughs) than five years my hair will tell you how long that's been (laughs) uh so 
I think it gives us both a great respect for those guys because, man, they're out there doing it all. They're selling projects. They're building projects. They're ordering materials. uh, They're just doing everything. They are the true one-man band show. Yep, and I remember those days, and I was a lot younger and stronger then. (laughs) (laughs) So, But then as the company grows, they grow through stages and through ceilings, and pretty soon the owner doesn't have time to do it all, so he starts to add help. So his overhead expenses go up some. Yep. So he's got to be growing in order to cover those overhead costs. And you just reach these ceilings that are kind of hard to push through. Because you got to hire more people. You don't really have the money to hire the person, but you're too busy to do it yourself. And there's those, there's, I don't know, three or four or five ceilings uh, until you get up to a large firm where you've got people that are handling basically all the different responsibilities. Yeah, specialized yeah. almost. Yeah. Makes life a lot easier for everybody involved. Yep. But it takes a high volume of work to do that. So uh, that's where we're at as a company, we're a very mature design build company. So we're enjoying the fruits of that by having specialists in all these different areas to handle all the different responsibilities and people just keeping tabs of so many different things because the logistics in this business are amazing, aren't they? They are. Yeah. Ordering materials, making sure the right one gets in, if the wrong one gets in, shipping it back, getting the right one. If it comes in damaged, getting a replacement. It just goes on and on. It does. goes on. So let's talk a little bit now about really just now we're ready to start working in the client's home. Okay, Greg, so uh, let's talk a little bit about just how that starts and how do we start to let the homeowner know what's going to happen and who's going to work on the project. So we have a set of criteria. We ask the client to make certain selections up front to get a start. And when we get to that point, then the salespeople will reach out. They hear from me. I'll call the salesperson, email them. They'll get the ball rolling to tell the client we're ready to go. Um, After that, we do two things that are very critical in our businesses. We sit down as a team. So the project manager, the sales, the ID will sit down and download the whole project together, troubleshoot it, look at it. What's this? What's that? Um, And then what we do once we've had that meeting and and identified some things, we'll go out to the client's home and do what we call an on-site meeting with a client where we introduce them for the first time to the project manager. Uh, We give them some paperwork, shows them who the team will be in the house, most likely uh, through the whole project, and just kind of introduces them to the process. We go through a form that explains how we do things, what yeah, we need, I just sat in on a meeting you were having with your PMs and reviewing some updates on that form. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, as times change, we have to change mm-hmm. and uh, make things better for our clients. And that's, we made some changes to it so that mm-hmm. we can provide a little bit better service for them. Yeah. So, um, and then what happens is it's all the PMs. So with all the support of the office, it's really turned over to him to run that project at that time. Yep. And that's where the real nuts and bolts of everything really starts. Yeah, so the project manager really has the responsibility of taking the plans, the design work, all the materials, and then he coordinates uh, his own right-hand guys that he's got working for him who are employees of Dave Fox, plus any subcontractors that might be involved. So the project manager really manages the project. He coordinates all the construction, 
And once he gets that schedule all put together, it never varies, right, Greg? Um, five minutes after we put it together probably oh, will okay. vary. <laughs> yeah, it's like That's setting up dominoes, and then somebody goes and, and moves your dominoes, and then you got to set them all up all again. All up and, again. Yeah. And that's that's a great analogy, mm-hmm. Greg, because that's what it is. It could be minute by minute. could be day by day, hour by hour. It just depends on what changes. Um, like in life, we have people that work for us uh, where they're – Kids get sick, things happen in life, and they can't be there. Mm-hmm. And then we have to regroup and rework the schedule. I say we because there is a lot of support staff um, that help them with that. We do have some in-house mechanicals, so we uh, try to keep most of the things we can in our control. Mm-hmm. But there are things out of our control. Yeah. So through this process, and especially when things are changing, like you're talking about, Greg, the client really needs to be kept up or kept in the loop right and yes. communication is so crucial and so you guys know what that's like because you're out there your guys are living in these homes with the clients getting the work done every day uh, they're bouncing around because they're they're going to have things come up maybe the drywallers are in one job so they don't have to be there. They're over at another job doing some demo work or something, and there's just all this coordination. So keeping the clients in the loop can be very challenging, can it? I Honestly, Gary, it's probably the most difficult part of a PM's mm-hmm. job is because it does change so rapidly right. and so quickly. He is really focused on what's my next steps to keep the job moving, what do I need to do, who do I need to call, this mm-hmm. and that. And sometimes every now and then we forget we need to inform the client Mm -hmm. because we're so focused on trying to keep the job moving and doing the right thing for the client that we, it's not that we leave them out most of the time. We we do a very good job, if you read most of our reviews, Mm -hmm. of keeping the client informed. Mm -hmm. So it's difficult. Communication, I know, is one of the struggles of every remodeling contractor. So Jamie, I know you've been involved in this and I like your perspective, Jamie, because, you know, Greg, you and I, we've lived through this business. We know what it's like to be out there, and we kind of get a mindset of how we think things should play out. But, Jamie, you have not lived that. I You're, mean, I did one day. Uh, well, that's <laughs> right, one day's worth. <laughs> so but I'm basically think, an expert now. <laughs> yeah, what I value from your input, Jamie, is the fact that you have more of a homeowner's point of view. You yes. Know? You're like, like you said, you're a user or something in yes. one of our previous shows. You're on the, the the receiving end, and I think you've got that mindset, and so you help keep us in check when mm-hmm. we're saying, no, that's just the way it is. You say, no, it can't be that way. It needs to change, right? Yeah. I mean, I always assume if, if I don't understand it, something, and I'm here every day, there's no way a consumer's going to understand it, mm-hmm. and they're not in it and living it and breathing it every day. Mm-hmm. So I do. I like to keep a pulse on, on the reality side of, of what it's like as the homeowner and not quite maybe understanding why something's taking so long or why something can't be done before something else or, or things like that. I think mm-hmm. being having the tools to be able to explain that is pertinent because that's a lot of what we're doing is explaining yeah. what we're doing and why we're doing it that way so that the homeowner um, feels comfortable in the approach and, and understands as well. And I think one of the things that we do that is invaluable is our this week on your job. Uh, we Greg, you can talk a little bit more about that, but I think that for the client is everything. I mean, they live and breathe by that, and knowing that gives them such comfort. And you yeah. can talk a little more about how they provide those. 
Yeah, we kind of uh, start out with what we call a, a bar chart that we share with the client at the onsite, which gives them an overall view if the project runs perfect and there's no delays, um, how long it will take. And it's a general view, but we always tell them at the onsite that we will deliver every week, every two weeks, uh, this week on your job. And it's usually a three week schedule out in front so the client can see when we won't be there, when there's inspections, when all kinds of things are happening. And we send those out communication-wise weekly in an email most of the time unless the client wants a picture and a text. Um, so we are kind of changing. We're still not, we're not the old dog. We do change a little bit mm -hmm. here and there. Mm -hmm. But trying to get that going and giving that to the client every week helps them plan their week ahead and it communicates to them. Absolutely. Great. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. After the break, we're going to do a overview start to finish. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Dave Fox Home Remodeling Show. I'm Gary Demas, and you are listening to the remodeling process. And I have Greg and Jamie here with me. And thank you, too, for being in the studio. You're welcome. All right. So, Greg, uh, right before the break, you were talking about the, uh, or we were talking about communicating to clients and keeping them in the loop during a remodeling project. And I know if you're a homeowner and you have people working in your homes, obviously it's extremely important to you to know who's there, when are they there. Uh, and I know one of the things that can get our clients really frustrated is when they're expecting someone to come at a certain time and we don't show up and we didn't communicate. Yep. And I know from having worked in the field myself for years, um, you just get so focused on what you're doing. You know, all of, all of our guys are project oriented. They, that's what they love about this business. They like working on a project and they hate distractions. Yep. And I remember just hating to answer my phone or anything that would distract me if I was in the middle of hanging crown mold or putting cabinets up because I'm, I'm so into that, you know, Absolutely. and I just don't want the distractions. But uh, we've learned that we just have to get beyond that, right? Because yes. it's so crucial to communicate. And Jamie, I know you've been investigating some communication tools for us to help us communicate a little easier. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe we don't have to pick up the phone and try to call someone and talk to them about something simple. Yeah, and, well, and I think it's also important to look at the aspect of communication to several people because we need the mm -hmm. communication that project managers are somewhat expected to do in itself can be a full-time job by the time they communicate to their manager like Greg or Dave uh, and then communicate that to the client and then the rest of their team their interior designer and their salesperson and then if there's a sub involved or their carpenters that work with them by the time they tell those 10 people they've lost a big chunk of their day mm -hmm. and so consolidating that communication and getting it out quickly and properly is is very important mm -hmm. and there's there's some great tools out there and there's some that i wish were better <laughs> and yep. um but yeah we've been looking into some of those tools to just make things a little bit more streamlined yeah and to communicate at multiple people at one time mm -hmm. to, to save all the phone du tag and all that yeah stuff. the duplication of effort yeah. would be great if we could eliminate that that would simplify their mm -hmm. jobs yep a little bit rather than making like jamie saying multiple calls out there for the same Thing. Yep. If we could wrap it up into one and send it, it'd be fantastic. There's always something to work on in this business, isn't there? Always. We've mm -hmm. never arrived, no. Gary. <laughs> we just keep working at it and keep That's trying right. to get better. Okay, so let's, uh, since we're talking about 
the remodeling process and now we're on the production side and we're actually in there working on the people's homes our clients homes let's talk a little about a bit about a whole project from beginning to end greg so just kind of talk us through the different phases of a typical remodeling project we, we stick to the phases pretty religiously knowing that each phase leads to another one so we would start with demo do the framing do mechanical rough ends uh, which would be plumbing heating cooling and electric that's just getting it in place where it needs to go uh, re-insulating if we've removed or if we're in an addition uh, and in each of those phases like uh, rough plumbing rough electric heating cooling there's all inspections that need to happen Mm -hmm. through the municipality insulation and framing before we even get the job into drywall Mm -hmm. Uh, so that process is can look like there's a lot happening then all of a sudden it looks like you know they put the brakes on and quit doing anything because Mm -hmm. uh, as busy as our industry is right now the inspectors actually have up to three days once we call it in to make that inspection so we try to um group them as best we can when we're allowed but most of the time it has to be one after the other so we have to do the let's say the electric first the plumbing second the heating cooling third and then um, the rough framing and then insulation before we even get to drywall and that could be two weeks or three weeks in inspections and it really looks like nothing is happening on your house Mm -hmm. and it could look and it can be discouraging at that point yeah and then we start to drywall, and then we make a mess in your house. <laughs> we do the best we can. I didn't know you guys did that. Yeah, we use uh, negative airflow machines. Yeah. We try to take. I saw one yesterday off. when we were doing some job site visits. Good. I love seeing yeah, that. Yeah. I do, too. It helps keep it fairly clean. Mm-hmm. Uh, then cabinets, trim, uh, tile work comes after that. Uh, we'll do probably what we call a rough coat of painting, uh, the prime coat, uh, get to finishes, mechanicals, do the final paint, and then do, if we have stain on site, we'll do the floor finish like at the very end. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we go through another whole set of um, inspections after we kind of punch the house out. So we'll go through, put it all together, do the little tiny things here and there, um, and get it ready and have it inspected. And then we do two walks. We do one internally to check it. Uh, Dave Schicks does that out in the field. And then we walk with the client for substantial completion. Mm-hmm. So that's really, in a nutshell, the easiest way to put the process. Yeah. So everything is sequential. And, yes. And uh, when we have the trades in there, and a lot of times we'll get the question, you know, do you guys hire subcontractors? And the answer is yes, we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do a lot of work in-house, everything that is makes sense, right? All of our carpentry Correct. work. Uh, all the project management, uh, some tile work, but we sub out a lot of tile work to, to great subs that have worked for us for years. For many years, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> we, don't, we do some drywall work only if we have to, right? But we've got yeah. great start drywall subs that do yeah. that for us. We might hang it. We might put the drywall up, but uh, yeah. we usually leave the finish to the experts. Yeah, but we need that flexibility because our, the schedules change so much, and you've got all these guys that you need to keep busy. And yep. it's just a juggling act every day, isn't it? Yeah, it sure is mm-hmm. as to who goes where. Yeah, but when I, th- when I think about the rough-in mechanicals and how crucial they are, because n- this is your chance to run wires for switches and outlets and lights before we get it all covered up. 
Correct. It's a lot easier to <laughs> change it before it's covered up than afterwards. So yeah, more cost efficient too. <clears throat> that's why we've got uh, a crucial meeting like the electrical quality control meeting. Correct. So talk about that a little bit. Well, we put the uh, electrician will be on site with the client, the interior designer, our project manager, and the design consultant, the salesperson, all at one meeting. It sounds like it'd be a little crazy, but it is fairly well organized. The guys usually have all pre-layout for the cabinets so we know where, let's say you're doing a kitchen electric, where everything goes. Mm -hmm. um, and then we mark everything out with the electrician. He'll also bring up things as to that will meet or won't meet code. You have to have an outlet here or there um, and do the things that's required by code. But the, it also gives the client a chance to do what they want to do. Two pendants, three pendants over the island. Mm -hmm. One big one, um, it gives them the flexibility to pick and choose what they want to do at that point. Yeah, and at this stage, they're looking at, like if we're framing new walls or if it's a room addition, they're actually standing in the space and it's a lot easier to imagine where they may want these fixtures or light switches or devices since they're looking in the real space as opposed to just looking at plans. Yes, much yeah. easier, much yep. easier. Great, well this has been fun. Um, we're talking about the whole production side and there's a lot to it and we've just really kind of just barely glanced the surface of this um so jamie before i forget I, and we opened up uh, th this morning's show talking about the remodeling tour that's coming up so i know there's a few more details that you wanted to give on that so let's uh, give that to our listeners yeah absolutely so like i said it is next weekend so you'd have the opportunity to go through the homes on saturday september 14th uh, from 10 a.m until 5 p.m and then again on Sunday, uh, September 15th from noon until 5 p.m. Um, I will be there most of the time running our 3D virtual headsets. Mm -hmm. I can't cool. wait. Yeah. Uh, other than a couple soccer games, I'll be Jimmy there. Jimmy, load some games on that too for you. <laughs> That'd be great. Or actually, I'd really like to take a trip to Greece. Greece? That's kind of on my bucket okay. list. We'll so put if you, you on could Google just, Maps yeah, and you can go to Greece. Fly me over there. That'd yeah. be great. Okay. Um, so if I look like I'm really enjoying myself, you know where I'm at <laughs> <laughs> on my 3D headset. Um, and then just wanted to also give you the location of our project on the tour. It is at 4261 Olentangy River Road, and we will be there all day waiting to show you around. It's very fun. Come Sounds join great. us. Sounds great. Thanks a lot, Jamie, and thanks to our listeners this morning. We'll be back here next Sunday morning at 8.